Harry Butthole Podcast is produced in partnership with Joy Sauce. Harry Butthole. Welcome to Harry Butthole Podcast. This is a podcast based on the popular Korean saying, if you laugh while crying, hair grows out of your butthole. I'm your host, Young Mi Mayer. Usually I have a guest on to tell me a sad story and then we laugh about it. But this week, because Halloween is on Monday, I thought I would do a special spooky episode. Ooh, cue spooky music. I don't know who I'm saying that to because I do this podcast by myself and I'm the person that would have had to get the spooky music, which I definitely didn't prepare. So in light of Halloween, which is, by the way, my favorite holiday, I wanted to share a ghost story, <laughs> which I talk about this all the time, usually on first dates, which is uh not not the best idea. I've 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 scared a lot of people away, not in like a spooky oh, oh my god ghosts are scary way, but like oh my god this person is a little weird kind of way. Um I talk about this all the time. I do see ghosts a lot. I this also has like this sort of interesting it lives in an interesting place um in my mind because I'm skeptical of ghosts like I don't even know if I believe in ghosts which is so weird to say because I like I said I see them all the time and so I'm there have been times where I thought that I would have to admit myself for mental health care services because of these incidents and it is, it is a little difficult for me to think about that because it makes me very scared and sad but then the the other half of me I'm like what ghosts are real like I see them and there's something going on here and maybe there is a scientific explanation and just because I don't understand what that might be doesn't mean that I can decide that I do do you know what I mean and also I ugh, it's just it's it's like really hard for me to talk about also I think I'm I feel very like I judge myself for it because I think it does sound kind of weird and I and I feel like people are like rolling their eyes whenever I say it so it's a very complicated relationship I have with this aspect of my life but I did once share with a friend of mine and she said she also sees ghosts and she was really a approaching it in the similar way of like, what the, come on, it's not real. And she said that she read into it. And this, the way that she sort of like came to terms with it, like scientifically, like the, like the little like white professor that lives in all of our heads that are like, this can't be, um, was she read something about how it might be related to the fact that you know time isn't actually real so we're all just existing on this one plane and we might just be looking into we might just be seeing other people that are beyond these like walls that are imaginary that human beings made up right because time doesn't actually exist it's just how we process reality but it's not necessarily true so that all that kind of like satisfied that that like skepticism in my head as well like yeah maybe this is something that can be explained through science I feel like I'm convincing some myself and everyone listening to this but 
at, at the end of the day, what can I say? I see fucking go. I see the ghosts. So, you know, who am I to like judge myself or anyone else? Right. So anyway, those are my thoughts on the subject. But I'm going to share with you a ghost story. Um, I have multiple. <clears throat> um, I probably because it's just me recording. I, ha- I probably have enough time to tell you the most of them um i mean i i literally see ghosts like every every day like i can there's a time at night right before i go to bed that i can like tap into it too and so i have so many ghost stories but i'll I'll tell you some of the bigger ones i guess another thing but i guess uh before i tell you these specific stories a few years ago i started doing transcendental meditation and i had to stop because if you've ever done that type of meditation i haven't done any other kind of meditation so i don't know if this is true for all meditation but in transcendental meditation you're like taught how to enter a hypnagogic state immediately right which is like the state between sleeping and being awake like it's like you know when you're falling asleep and you like jerk away because you think you fell out of the bed like that's the hypnagogic state right and what i found is that that's when a lot of ghosts like come to me in my day-to-day life but when I did the meditation it was almost like it was really scary because I would like sort of my brain would enter this sort of state and it literally felt like like thousands of spirits or whatever would like rush toward my face and it was terrifying it was just like somebody like had uh it felt like the like a water balloon had popped and like all the water just like rushed out into my face but instead of water it was ghosts and it was so scary and it kept happening every single time I meditated so I had to stop because it was just like making my heart race and making me very uncomfortable so um but but then it also I'm like it's so interesting because I'm like it feels like there is a way to harness that right like there's some sort of like if I wanted to explore it more, like I would do exercises like that, right? Um, <clears throat> anyway, so uh, where should I start? Where should I, should I tell you a specific story? Or I guess I'll just tell you what they look like because I think it's really interesting. Um, like it, during the hypnagogic state, like when they would come rushing towards me or when I see them at night, um, it's it's really intense how because I see them so perfectly detailed I really hope someone's listening to this and they're like oh that's called blah da da or something um and maybe it's just not ghosts but um like if I during these periods my eyes are closed right and I see their faces so perfectly detailed and they'll just like come like walk past me or walk towards me and I can see every little detail of their face but instead of like so I'll see like a man's face right with like a beard and like eyes and a nose or whatever and but instead of features they're like swirls of energy like every little detail is made up of like swirls and it's like squirmy it's like a little sort of disgusting a little like repulsive feeling for some reason but it's like it looks like energy swirls is how I can explain it um and that's when you know my eyes are closed and they're like rushing towards me or just like walking past me and stuff but I have seen that energy swirl sort of grotesque squirmy energy face in my waking life like I've seen them 
walking past me with that. Like sometimes I'll like see somebody out of the corner of my eye and I'll be like, there's some sort of like lethargy or a grayness. And I'm like, I think that's like a ghost and I'll look and their, their faces will be like squirming. <sighs> anyway. So, but I've seen that like, and it's really scary because I'll like blink and like try to like make them go away. And like, even if I blink, they're still there a lot of times, which leads me to probably the scare. The only time that I felt really, really terrified of seeing a ghost and this is really spooky because my other friend that sees ghosts sort of confirmed it after the fact but this when I was married still and um I lived in this apartment like a two-bedroom apartment with my you know then husband and my son and he was probably like maybe two years old and I would go put him to bed and I would sit there in the dark because he wanted me to until he fell asleep right in his bed and I would just like stare off into his closet this is so scary I would stare off into his closet and I I just like no I would stare off like in the room but I remember like I was scared to always look in the closet and it just felt weird or maybe it's just you know like when you're in the dark the closet's always kind of scary to look at right but I just like would avoid looking (laughs) and one day I like looked in the corner and there is like this swirly person like sitting there. Then they looked so fucking scary. And it was like uh, just like the worst feeling, like the worst energy I've ever gotten from anything in my life. And it was so scary because I was like blinking and like rubbing my eyes and would not go away. This like swirly ghost figure. It was like probably it was like one of these incidents where I was like, I think I need to get like psychiatric evaluation because I was just like, I'm I'm literally hallucinating. Like this is a hallucination, right? Would not go away. Um, And I saw it very clearly one time and then I was like too scared to ever look again. But then this other time I like actively was not looking in the closet and I like saw it. Oh, God, this is making me so fucking uncomfortable i saw it like crawling into my uh, my eye line because like it was like feeling that i was like not looking at it Ooh. um and then the worst part of that story is so i the i moved out of that apartment you know a year later or something and i was in my new apartment and we were having a little housewarming apartment warming with like three or four of my friends and we we're just having like you know like snacks and like beers and stuff and one of my friends who used to babysit for me, for my son Mino, when I was busy and like if I just didn't have a babysitter last minute, she was like, I was like, we were just like making small talk and I was like, oh my God, the the closet in Mino's room was so haunted. And she literally like stopped, like the record scratched and she was like, I was, she was like, I was waiting for you to move out. Um to tell you that I literally like stopped babysitting for you because I was so fucking scared of that closet. Like I totally saw something in there and I explained to her what I saw. And she was like, she was like, we were both like shaking. She was like, I truly like, I would never go in there. And that was like, it was very nice to hear someone confirm that. Cause you know, yeah, yes. Like it's scary to look inside a closet in a dark room, but it just felt so fucking different. Um, and then once, once I was cleaning that closet and I found like one brown worm in there squirming around and I was like, 
what what is this brown worm do you know what i mean like from nowhere anyway um I, i i think that i was so scared of that closet ghost that i like googled it and like tried to see if anyone had like died in that apartment or around the area but I did find the story that somebody committed suicide by jumping off the roof, but in the building like next door. And I was like, oh, maybe they fell. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but there was something horrible that lived in that closet. But I have way more detailed ghost stories. I think the most detailed one, I find that whenever I go to Korea, um, I see ghosts and like things like this happen a lot. And it kind of, for me, makes sense because, you know, there's like jet lag and I'm sure that being tired has something to do with it. Um, but Oh my God, this is the war. This is, this is literally the time where I, I fully believe that I was like, you know, I mean, obviously not to sound ableist, but I, th- I thought that I had like a psychiatric like issue, like some sort of whatever, schizophrenia or something like that. I truly believe that this was happening because the ghosts were so real. Um, I rented an Airbnb and it was like a two bedroom Airbnb in the middle of Seoul. And it was like, like a, not a townhouse but it was like a smaller apartment building so each floor had one apartment and I was on the second floor and my parents took my son to their house because I was I was doing comedy this was years ago like 2018 or 2019 actually and um I I was like doing a few comedy shows my parents just took Mino to their house so I was alone and then I went out with one of my friends that I met for dinner and I came home and I woke up at like 2 a.m. because of jet lag. And I was just looking at my phone. And there was like one light on in the hall. It was like totally dark besides the hall. And the bedroom that I was in, the door was open and it looked into the living room. And I saw someone standing like behind the door frame. So I could just barely see their like profile. And they waved at me. But like how the arm like it looked kind of like somebody you know when people start doing the worm or whatever it's called like it's like it was like a rolling hand right and it was like gray and it looked very dead and I was like I distinctly saw them waving at me and I saw them standing there but I was like I literally like jumped out of bed and I was like, okay, you know what? That's not what, you know, that's not what you saw. Just go out into the living room and I bet you that there's going to be a curtain right behind the door. You just saw the curtain blowing in the wind. So I ran out and there's nothing behind the door. <sighs> uh, and at this point I was like, I, I'm going through something. And I uh, texted my therapist and she was like, I was like, I, th- I think I might go to the ER. And she was like, don't do that because we don't know what the laws are in Korea. Like if you admit yourself to some sort of thing, like we don't know if you can leave of your own volition, like who knows, right? So she was like, I can I can have a meeting with you, but it will have to be 10 p.m. your time. And it was like at that point, 2 a.m. my time, right? So it was probably like 3 p.m. her time. And so I was like, okay, okay, yes, I, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hold on until 10 p.m. Also, my friend Audrey was gonna, was flying in that night um, from California to meet me, or she was just meeting her mom, actually, but she was gonna stay with me. And so I was like, okay, Audrey's gonna get here around 10, and I'm gonna call my therapist around 10, so all I have to do is just, like, 
sit tight and I'll be fine. And I was so scared that I could not go back to bed. I was completely awake. I turned on all the lights and I just sat in bed and I sat in bed until like the next day around like 3 p.m. And I was like, okay, I'm starving. Like I have to go eat something. And I was, I was like, also the sun is out. I'm going to be fine. And I was like, I was like, you know, I should take a shower. If I take a shower, I'll feel so much better. Right. So then I, it gets worse. Oh my God. So then I'm like shaking, but I feel sort of okay. The sun is out. I'm like, I'm like, I turn on some music. Um, so I get in the shower and the bathroom door has like a cutout window and it's opaque, right? So there's like a window pane um, and I close it and I'm in the shower. And then while I'm the <laughs> while I'm in the shower, I'm like, I'm literally talking to myself, like, you're going to be okay. You're not crazy. We're going to be okay. Like, like that. Um, but then I remembered when I like got the Airbnb, the, the host was like, oh, I apologize for the fire damage in the bathroom. We try to fix it. And I was like that. I just remember that. And I was like freaking out. Like, what did that mean? Did somebody die in a fire in the bathroom here? And then also there was no visible fire damage and I was like what what was she even talking about and then I was like spiraling about that and then I hear somebody jiggle the bathroom door handle like and then they made a sound like uh like that but it was like a kid's voice and so I I like opened the curtain oh my god and then I saw the top of like a little kid's head in the opaque window pane and I was like immediately like my head was like this is what's happening the neighborhood kid that lives in this like the top floor of this building probably this apartment's probably always empty because it's airbnb and he probably like runs in here to use the bathroom so he doesn't have to go all the way upstairs like immediately my mind like made up this story right and i was like and i was calling out to the kid like oh come on come on like wait wait a second i'm coming and i was like and i was like do you have to use the bathroom like and so I like also I was like feeling really scared. So I was like, thank God there's this fucking kid here or something. Right. And so I like wrapped the towel around me really fast. And I run to the door because I was like, I don't want this kid to, to leave. Like I kind of want to talk to him or whatever. And I open the door and there's nobody there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Why. I feel like I'm going to start crying for some reason. There was nobody there. And the door, the front door was like locked from like a deadbolt from the inside like I had locked the deadbolt so there's like no way anybody could have gotten in and this this when I completely lost my mind I started screaming oh, I don't know why I'm like crying thinking about this um I started screaming and I just like threw my clothes on and I like went around the corner and I just sat down at this like kimbap counter you know like this place where they sell like kimbap and ramen and I just sat there I remember <laughs> I remember ordering a kimbap and I was just like shaking I was still so terrified and I remember the kid like <laughs> like I, I feel like Korean people when they see me they're always like oh like what's your deal like where like, are you foreign or like you have pink hair like they're all <laughs> they're like always sometimes they'll like get really nosy and they'll ask me like a million questions <laughs> and I remember the kimbap ajashi was just like oh yeah like what's going on like sort of like approaching me with that attitude and then he just saw my face and he was like oh my god I don't know what's what's going on with this one but she's cuckoo and he sort of left me alone um so after that I basically stood there I, like I stayed there until like 10 
the poor kimbap ajashi was like what the <laughs> leave you already eat your food um and then i talked to my therapist and then i was like i was like you know what i'm telling you about the parts of my brain that are skeptical and the parts of my brain that believe like culturally in korea there's like uh the religion the ancient religion of korea is like shamanism and it still like holds a lot of weight in korean culture so most koreans do believe in ghosts um and you know like going to see a shaman and a psychic is like a part of their culture to this day and so in my head i sort of like what i think of those two parts of my mind are like the white part where it's like skeptical i believe in science and then the korean part where it's like ghosts are fucking real you know and so when i called my therapist i was kind of like give me that good sweet white science lady like i was like tell me that i'm gonna need to take these anti-psychotic drugs and give me that like white man um mental health knowledge and you know strap me to the vibrator machine i don't know what they do but um so i was like calling her and i was like tell me that this is a textbook schizophrenia or something and diagnose me and i will take some pills and i love this i love white people you know and she said she didn't directly say that ghosts are real but she said something along the line like insinuating because i don't think professionally she could she was she said something insinuating that she thought ghosts were real or she believed it or she allowed room for that part of me to like be explored you know what i mean like she was like well what if they're real do you know what i mean and so then i was like i don't want to hear that i wanted to hear that i could take medicine and then i could be normal like that it was like the one time i just wanted white people to tell me that i'm just a crazy korean and she was like yeah maybe go surreal and i was like oh god <sighs> and um and then by the time i got off the call uh audrey my friend like I, I remember like watching out the window and like seeing her pull up so she got there and so that was probably the most like specific um ghost story but then i also had a very clear oh i had one other one where it was like super clear like well i like i have um, so many but a super clear one that i thought was really interesting because um this is like the first time i noticed this but I was at a CVS, you know, haunted AF place. I was at a CVS and it was like one of the CVSs where the big doors are made of glass, right? And it's like the automatic door where they like open and close. And I saw, like I was checking out and at the corner of my eye, I saw this like old grandma standing in front of the glass doors and like the glass doors wouldn't open and she looked like confused. And so like out of the corner of my eye, I was like starting to tell the cashier like, oh, like I think the door is broken because she can't get in. And then I looked at her and she was like a grandma, but a little girl at the same time. Like she was a person that that had all of the ages in one frame, mushed into one frame. And I was like, that's a fucking ghost. And the door isn't opening because it's a fucking ghost. It's like she's not triggering the sensor. And then I looked at her face and it was like the swirly stuff, you know, like... Um, and then she disappeared and that was like super clear though. That was like frighteningly clear. Um, and then the most recent ghost story was, you know, I was in Korea in September, uh, August, and then I got back early September 
And um, I didn't see any ghosts while I was in Korea. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting because I feel like I always do. Like, I feel like there's like something about it triggers that, you know, um, and the whole time I didn't see anything at all. I didn't even like see like the daily swirly things that much. Um, and I was like, oh, like, I, I wonder what that means. Oh, my God, this is so scary. I don't know why. OK, so then the, the day after I got back, you know, I dropped my son off with my ex-husband so I was alone in my apartment in New York City and I woke up, I had jet lag again, which I feel like this is, you know, a running theme of when these big incidents happen. And <clears throat> so I fell asleep at a weird time, like seven, 6 p.m. And I woke up like right as the sun was setting. It was like dusk and the sky was like, you know, like that color, like it's still kind of a little light, but it's like right before it gets dark. And I like opened my eyes and I could see through the ceiling and I was like freaking out I was like oh am I dreaming but I was like I'm not dreaming I'm completely awake like first I saw all the like metal poles and then I saw like this the sky and then I was like this is so weird and then the all the lights were off except one light like my kitchen light that was like showing through my bedroom and it was like uh shining on the wall in front of me and it was like creating like this sharp shadow right like there was a line where it was like dark and then the other half was like light and i like looked down at the wall and in the light there was like thousands of spirits just like sitting in there like just sitting and staring at me and i started breathing like hard and um they're just like staring at me sitting and like staring at me and it was I was like staring at the wall. I was like blinking, trying to make them go go away and they weren't. And then I was like, this is you're I was like, you're having a dream. You're like probably asleep. But I was like, I'm not asleep. I'm awake. Right. <laughs> and the scariest thing, this is when I got really, really scared. I like looked down at the foot of my bed because my two cats were there and they were they were looking at me like I've never seen them looking at me like that. They were like looking at me like they were terrified. Like they're just like their eyes were so wide and they're just like staring at me like they were terrified. Like they they were looking at me like they didn't recognize who I was. And um that's like I and I started crying when I saw that and it was like freaking me out. Um But that was the most recent story. And I feel like I don't know. That one it like really bothered me. And I don't know why. It just like I think about it a lot. Uh it was just so weird. They're just like staring at me. Sorry, I feel like I like freaked myself out and now I'm trying to freak I'm like trying to calm down. Um, but that's like another ghost story. I hope that that was spooky. I feel like, oh God, should I do another one? Oh God. I mean, oh, I have an old here. I'll, I'll give you one last one, which is something that happened when I was a very small child. And I think about it a lot. When I was like five years old, I lived in Jeju-do, like Jeju Island in Korea. I'll leave you with this because I feel like this is the oldest one that I can remember. Um, when I lived in Jeju-do, you know, I was going to school and I remember I would walk to school by myself. Um, this is very <laughs> in the vein of in Asia, little kids walk to school by themselves. And I remember one time somebody like from the school, like an adult was like walking with me. Um, so fucking scary. I'm, I'm really freaking myself out here. And I was just like talking to her. She was like a young woman and I was just, like talking to her. And I got to my like apartment 
and like I looked up and nobody was there. And then the weird thing is, I my backpack I didn't have my backpack with me, and I was like, I where is my backpack? Like I brought it, and so then I like walked all the way to school, and it was like sitting there. The backpack was just like sitting there on my desk, and I was like, I know I took this backpack with me. Who, who knows? Does a five-year-old forget things all the time? Yes, that's probably what happened. But who was the person I was talking to? I have no idea. I think about this all the time. Anyway, that that was it for my ghost stories. I'm literally going to stop telling you because I'm I'm scaring myself <laughs> right now. I did not expect this to feel so I don't know. I guess I've like told, like I said, I I love telling these stories. I don't know why it's like affecting me so profoundly right now. Um, I think the last, you know, the most recent incident um, that I experienced when I came back from Korea really affected me. And I'm still not sure why. But um, I guess I guess I should bring this up with my therapist again, because I don't think I've talked to her about this since since the since the last Korea trip in 2019. So I will let you know what she says. And happy spooky season. Happy Halloween. I'm going to be trick-or-treating with my son, Mino. My costume is Alice in Wonderland, which I know it's very basic, but whatever. Who cares? Like, it doesn't always have to be, like, a funny inside joke pun costume. It can just be, you know, it can just be thoughtless and cute. Um... But thank you so much for listening. Please follow the podcast at Harry Butthole Podcast on Instagram. And um, what else? Uh, thank you for supporting me. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. What am I doing? That's it. Thank you very much. Oh, you can follow me on social media at YM Mayor or Young Me Mayor on TikTok. And I'll see you next week. Bye.